You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa tahalan wa marahaban bikum. It is the night of Yomul Jumu'ah. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful night, beautiful evening. It's uh, nice and windy here in Johannesburg. I don't know about you, my beloved, beautiful listeners of uh, Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Well, tonight is uh, the 8th of Muharram 1442, which is also the 27th of uh, August 2020. 2020. And yes, my beloved, beautiful listeners, I want to welcome uh, my beloved engineer this evening, none other than brother Lokolo. And to all the listeners, please, all the listeners, let's listen attentively this night, this evening, this auspicious night, the night of Yomul Jumu'ah on our program, The Discussion with myself, Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia, and of course our beloved senior, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, Tamad Barakat, to whom we thank our beloved senior Ustad, all the way from um, Durban, uh, who was earlier on uh, conducting uh, on Ashura in Mount Vernon Masjid, that was in Verlam. So now, inshallah, we're going to be crossing over to our beloved Honorable Fadilatul Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, Tamad Barakat, to whom, and I just want to say, uh, I just want to say, um, tonight, this evening, I want each and every one of you, let's uh, try and get a paper out or take a small book out, get your pen out, get your pencil out, let's listen attentively, because I received already, I received many, many questions that they are waiting for tonight's topic on the seerah of Hazrat Hussein, radiallahu anhu, and inspiration for the youth of today, and our beloved Fadilatul Ustad is going to be touching on this topic, many, many listeners are seeing, they are already messaging, Malana, we're waiting for the program, Malana, we're listening to you, this one says, Malana Maputu, this one says, Malana Sister Razia Muhammad, this Sunset Malana, Brother Ahmed. The Sunset Malana, Lady Smith. Okay, yeah, we are, we are, we live, we live on the discussion. And tonight, Malana Hazrat Salim Karim is going to be touching on the seerah of Hazrat Hussein, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So I'm going to be asking all the listeners out there if you have any questions you would like to ask or you would love to pose a question to our beloved Fadila Tulustad, please, you can inshallah ask uh, the questions. I see somebody is asking, say, please ask Malana Salim Karim. Um, did Hazrat Hussein did he pass away as a martyr? Uh, somebody says, uh, please just enlighten us about Imam Hussein and Imam Hassan. Somebody is asking here, uh, is it Ashura tonight? Uh, somebody is asking, when do we fast? Uh, somebody is also saying here, please, Molana Arafat, should I take out my family for supper or not and buy them gifts? I was told that it is wajib, that we should do that, or else you won't get the reward of Ashura. I don't know about that. But anyway, anyway. Um, Again, I'm reminding all the listeners out there, please listen to this tonight, listen attentively. Our beloved Fadila Tulustad is going to be, inshallah, enlightening us of the seerah of Hazrat Hussein, radiallahu anhu. Let's cross over all the way from Ladiesmith. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Ustad, and how are you, Ustad? How is everyone in Lady Smith, Ustad? Alhamdulillah, Allah, Kulihal, Mulana, with the Fazil of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
you know, we cannot thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enough for all the bounties that He's given to us. Mm. Allahu Akbar. And the greatest of great is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted us the honor of being the ummati of Rasul Pak Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the one way to express gratitude and thanks to Allah Ta'ala is to read this dua after every namaz. Ke Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. Allah help me to remember you wa shukrika and to express my gratitude to you. Mm-hmm. And Allah, beauty in my ibadat, that the ibadat that I make, Allah, let there be ikhlas, beauty, sincerity. So a big question is asked. Okay, how do we express gratitude to Allah? Mm. The maqam of shahadat, martyrdom in Islam, great ranks as far as shuhada are concerned, the reward that Allah is going to bestow upon them. All these bounties are ni'mats of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we are granted this opportunity to express gratitude, what should be the words? So let's take it directly from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin أو بأحد من خلقك فمنك وحدك لا شريك لك فلك الحمد ولك الشكر. That oh Allah, whatever bounties I have, ما أصبح بي مي من نعمتي. Allah, whatever bounties you have given to me, or whatever bounties from your creation. All this comes from you. Faminka wahdak. Oh Allah, there is none other than yourself who grants us these ni'mats and bounties. La sharika lak. Oh Allah, you have no partners. Falak alhamd, all praise is due to you. Walaka shukr, all gratitude is to you. So inshallah, it is so important that we read this dua every morning. Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. And Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadim min khalqik faminka wahdak la sharika lak falaka alhamdu walaka shukr. Respected brothers, the night <coughs> of Yom al is the night of Durood and Salam upon Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the family of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And from all the members of the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our hearts, we have love for every family member of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah increase our love on a daily basis. 
that if you study the sira, the life, the character, the behavior, the history, and what they gave to the ummah, how they represented the family of Rasulullah, and as family members, how they upheld the sunnah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa That's your duty and my duty. Mm. And my dua to Allah is that, you know, please, respected brothers and sisters in Islam, have a library in your home. Mm. Study the seerah of Rasulullah. Study the seerah of the family of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, yes, we are coming today, the 8th, inshallah, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, inshallah, al-Aziz. Allah give us tawfiq. That insha'Allah that on Sunday, the day of Ashura, insha'Allah Aziz, two great things we must learn. One is ittiba'i sunnat. How did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam interact in the month of Muharram from the time of Nabuwat when he migrated and came to Medina? How did Rasulullah spend? the beautiful month of Muharram. Allah has classified 12 months. Inna iddata shuhuri indallah isna ashara shahra. And from the 12 months, Allah has made four months sacred. And from the four is Muharram. Hmm. So how did Rasulullah and the Sahaba Ikram interact in the month of Muharram? We must understand this, analyze it. The grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hadrat Hussain radiallahu ta'ala anhu, passed away on the day, on the 10th of Muharram, he became shaheed. And great history has been written that being the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he stood for justice, he stood for haqq, the integrity of Islam, speaking the truth, following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he passed away 61 years <coughs> after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. So if we put everything in perspective, then inshallah the deeds and amals that we shall perform will be inshallah according to the sunnah of Rasulullah. So the first thing Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he made hijrat and came to Medina al-Munawwara, he found the Jews were fasting. Initially, the fasting of Ashura was faraz, compulsory, in the beginning of Islam. And when Allah Ta'ala revealed the rules of Shahri Ramadan, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu, كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ When the fasting for Ramadan became compulsory, then the fasting for Ashura became optional. So what did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when questioned the Jews? You see, Islam has its pure identity. وَرَبِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينَ Allah has chosen the deen of Islam. Allah has mentioned every aspect of our life, our ibadat, our mu'amulat, our dealings. 
every aspect of a Muslim's life, the Quran and Hadith has clearly mentioned. So when Rasulullah came to Madinatul Munawwara, he found that Jews are fasting. He asked them, why are you people fasting? And the answer was given in gratitude and thanksgiving to Allah. That Allah Ta'ala saved Hadrat Musa salam and the Bani Israel and drowned and destroyed Fir'aun as a token of appreciation we keeping Rosa. So Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Insha'Allah Aziz, we are much more closer and connected with Hadrat Musa Salam. And we must oppose the Jews and keep two Rosas. So either the ninth or the tenth or the tenth and eleventh. This is a great sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. After the Ramadan Rosas, one of the best Rosas to keep is the Rosa of Ashura. So 9th and 10th, or the 10th and 11th. Khalifur <coughs> Yahud, Rasulullah said, always oppose the Jews. Man tashabbaha bikawmin min. Whoever imitates any culture, any other religion but Islam, Allah will resurrect you from amongst them. Al man ahabba. Allah will resurrect you with whomsoever you kept company. So Islam is pristine. Islam is beautiful. We always were leaders and will be leaders in the whole world till the day of Qiyamah. Yet as Muslims, we have failed hopelessly. But Islam, they Muslimano gabraumat. We Muslims don't shudder and shake and be scared. Islam zinda hai. Islam is alive or Quran baki hai. As Allama Iqbal said, Ji, Kaple Hussein, Asal mein marre yazid. The martyrdom of Hadrat Hussein radiallahu ta'ala is actually the death and disgrace of Yazid. Why? Islam zinda hota hai har karbala ki baat. Islam will always rise and rise after every struggle. So, Alhamdulillah, up till today and till the day of Qiyamah, Allah will keep the deen of Islam alive. One. Number two. What lessons we learn from the tragedy and whatever took place in the battle of Karbala. If there's anybody you fear in this world, none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, for us as Muslims, inshallah, we love Hadrat Hussein, Hadrat Hassan, Hadrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala, Hadrat Ruqayya, Hadrat Ummah Kulsum, Hadrat Zainab, Hadrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala. We should love all the daughters of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We should love every uncle of Rasulullah, every aunt of Rasulullah, as sahabatu kulluhum adul. Every sahabi of Rasulullah is on haq and justice. La tasubbu ashabi, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. Don't abuse my sahaba. Don't ridicule my sahaba. Don't sway my sahaba. And if you hear anyone say that, sway them and abuse them. فَقُولُوا لَعْنَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَىٰ شَرِّكُمْ May Allah curse be on you for the evil you perpetrate. So this is the shan of the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So what is important, respected brothers and sisters, have the highest respect for the family of Rasulullah and carry out the masnoon amal, not what people have invented. 
what people brought with culture, what pre- people brought, what they heard Haq. from their forefathers and grandfathers. No. Alaykum bi sunnati. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made it clear. Follow my sunnat wa sunnati al-khulafai rashidin. And follow the khulafai rashidin, my four khalifas. And let me tell you, brothers, you see, shahadat and martyrdom in Islam is the greatest ni'mat. The greatest shaheed was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What was Rasulullah's heartful desire? If I ask you, or you ask me, Imran, what is your heartful desire? Mm. We will talk about this worldly things and dunya, what we want. But see what rahmatul lil'al means, desire. Summa uqtal. That I want to fight in the path of Allah and become shaheed. Summa uqya. And Allah must give me life again. Summa uqtal. Then I must become shaheed again in the path of Allah. Summa uqya. Then Allah must give me life again. Summa uqtal. Then I must become shaheed again. Summa uqya. Again Allah must give me life. Summa uqtal. This was the desire of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to sacrifice your life. Ya Hazrat Hussain radiallahu ta'ala sacrificed 72 members of his family. His wife, his children, his daughters, so many of his family members together with Sahaba Ikiram. For what? To stand up for justice. Mm. To proclaim justice. So this is what I'm asking the youth of today. Hazrat Hussain radiallahu ta'ala was powerful. Hazrat Hussein radiallahu ta'ala was a strong mujahid. He was a great fighter. He was a great leader. Rasulullah said, Wal Hasanu wal Hussein, Sayyida Shababi Ahli al Jannah. They are the leaders of the youth in Jannah. Wa Fatimatu, Sayyida Tunisai Ahli al Jannah. And my daughter, Hadrat Fatima, she's the queen of Jannah. Mm. So, mothers and sisters, brothers and, 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 and young people, why don't we emulate the Sahaba Ikiram? Why don't we emulate the grandsons of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Karbala happened once. Are we going to cry all the time? What did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam say? Let us understand the Messiahs of Sharia. But before I get there, the important thing is to keep the Rosa, inshallah, on the 9th and 10th. Inshallah, you want to keep on Saturday, Sunday, or Sunday and Monday. Inshallah, make sure that you keep two rosa. Number two, as a question was asked, must I take my family out for a very nice supper? Have you understood what Rasulullah said to us? That be extra extravagant or generous on your family so that Allah Ta'ala with the barakat of that will give you so much of barakah and khair throughout the year. Though this hadith is weak, the narrator is weak, but because so many other narrators have mentioned this hadith, so in the matters of qazail and virtues, alhamdulillah, ulama have accepted it. But there is no compulsion to have a luxury meal. It's just that, alhamdulillah, on that day, just go the extra mile, and whatever you can do best, According to your means, inshallah. It doesn't mean you must have a lavish party. It doesn't mean that you must boast and show off. 
He must have a ten cause meal. This is not the meaning of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In fact, in the life of Rasulullah, days used to go. There was no fire burning in the house of Rasulullah. It was just zamzam water and kajur. This is what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam means. So yes, inshallah, if you want barakah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you that. Be generous, feed your family, take go the extra mile and feed them. There's no compulsion. It's not like farz, it's not like wajib. Yes, it's optional. Alhamdulillah, do it. Allah will give you barakah and khair throughout the year. You keep a roza on the ninth in sin, Allah will forgive one year of your sins and gunas, mm. so great virtues and great sawah. The third mistake that is we are making, see, generally Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if you want to generate love and create love amongst yourself, share with each other, exchange gifts with each other. There's no way in the hadith of Rasulullah that you must go and buy special gifts, expensive and exclusive gifts for each and every member of your family. In those difficult times, we're going through such financial difficulties and crisis. Every cent is valuable. And now we make it compulsory that no, it must buy gifts on, in Muharram on the day of Ashura and like gifts. You see what the Christians do. On Christmas Day, they all buy gifts for each other. They got the Christmas tree there. They got all the songs playing. And each one is like opening the gifts and showing it to each other. Are we, do we want to follow other people? Yes, it is sunnah to give gifts, but not only, not on the day of Ashura. Mm. Any other day, every other day you want to give. Don't make it compulsory. Don't say it is a sunnah of Rasulullah. Mm. It is not the sunnah of Rasulullah. Yes. Yes. You want to give a gift, alhamdulillah, without any strings attached, without any conditions attached, without any specific item that you want to give as a gift. So yes, Rasulullah said, by exchanging gifts, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala generates love. So let us do things with moderation. Let Rasulullah be our role model, what Rasulullah did, what the Sahaba Ikiram did. And firstly, respected brothers, let us understand the seerah of Hadrat Hussain. As I said to Mulana, that we want the youth of South Africa, or we want the youth of the world to take leadership. And are we really preparing the youth to stand up tomorrow and defend Islam? Be leaders, be politicians. Have the jazbah of Hadrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, whole night he read Quran. Subhanallah. Yeah. Whether anybody liked it or not, Hadrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala used to day and night read Quran. Allah Pak gifted him with the recitation of the Quran. He used to sit outside his house and read the Quran loudly. And his voice was so melodious that all the Quraysh and Kuffar who were walking past, the children and the women folk, would sit down and listen to his Quran. They got fed up. They sent a message to Rasulullah, please tell your colleagues to stop reading Quran. He's causing havoc in our children and in our wives. Mm. Tell him to stop reading the Quran. What did Adat Abu Bakr Siddiq say? I will never stop reading the Quran. That was the shan of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq. So we need some Siddiq Akbar amongst us, Mulana. Then we need Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala. Faruq-i-Azam. Subhanallah. Al-Faruq. 
الفرق بين الحق والباطل لو كان بادي نبيا لكان عمر رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said if there was a nabi to come after me it would have been hazrat umar but ana khatamun nabiyina la nabiyya ba'di i'm the seal of all prophets and no nabi will come after me hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala was that shaktiyat that there are so many verses of the quran revealed because he had spoken to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the suggestion he offered to rasulullah allah pak made it wahi and hazrat jibril alayhi salam used to come with verses and as one of the verses is wala tusalli ala qabri ala ahadin min see the enemies of islam munafiqs when rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wassalam's uncle hazrat abbas became a captive he was a tall person and nobody has kurta could fit hadrat abbas so this munafiq his kurta fit hadrat abbas radiyallahu ta'ala so when he passed away his son hadrat abdullah came and made a suggestion to rasulullah ya rasulullah perform the salatul janaza of my father he was the munafiq who accused hadrat aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha the waqiya of ist but look at rasulullah's akhlaq for one month rasulullah cried hadrat aisha radiyallahu ta'ala cried, cried she wept i'm being accused falsely and that's what a lot of men are doing they falsely accusing women they making tohmat on them they making allegations on them they making stories they trying to break home khuda ke liye stopping allah pak hadrat aisha radiyallahu ta'ala said i am the most luckiest woman in the world Allah Allah sallam proposed for me Allah pak accept the proposal for me ji i passed uh, rasulullah passed away i was the virgin wife of rasulullah only rasulullah passed away in my room rasulullah is buried in my room rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was resting his neck on my neck when he passed away mm. uh, i was the most fortunate woman and the last thing that went in the mouth of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Rasulullah had asked for a miswak it was too hard his brother Abdul brother Abdul Rahman he had that miswak in his hand he gave it to Rasulullah Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wasallam was so weak he couldn't use the miswak she softened the miswak with her saliva and she proudly said the last thing that went into rahmatul lil alamin's mouth was my saliva Allah. she was so proud <laughs> Hazrat Farooq Azam Allahu Akbar when shaitan used to come on one on one side of the pavement and he saw Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala coming he would run that was the shan of Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala so somebody asked somebody you know i think it was Hazrat Shah Taullah Bukhari okay, what's the difference between Hazrat Ali radiyallahu ta'ala anhu and Hazrat Umar what's the difference Hazrat Shah Taullah Bukhari said it so nice. Hazrat Ali Rasulullah ki murid the. Hazrat Ali radiyallahu ta'ala was a disciple of Rasulullah. Aur Hazrat Umar Rasul-e-Pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam ki murad the. Rasulullah daily used to make dua. Oh Allah from the two Umar give Hazrat Umar ibn Khattab hidayat of Islam. Who's begging for his hidayat? 
رحمت اللہ ابو جہل رضی اللہ تعالی سبحان اللہ تو احد العمرین فرام دیس ٹو عمر اللہ گیو ہدایت اللہ اوپن دا ہارٹ آف حضرت عمر لیٹ ہیم ایکسیپٹ اسلام اینڈ اللہ ایکسیپٹ دا دعا آف حضرت عمر رضی اللہ تعالی رسول اللہ میڈ دعا ہی واز کمنگ ٹو سلوفی سسٹر اینڈ بردر ان لا ہی واکس ان دے جی دی ریڈنگ قران دے ہڈ دا قران اوے ہی سیڈ واٹ وی یو ار ریڈنگ ہی سیڈ وی ور ریڈنگ دا قران کریم لیٹ می سی دا قران دا سسٹر سیز لا یمسوہ الا المطهرون Nobody touches this Quran if they are not packed. Read the Quran for me. What were you reading? Taha ma anzalna alayka al-Qur'ana litashqa. She read the whole surah. Hadrumah radiallahu ta'ala said, let me, let me touch this Quran. She says, no, you go and take a bath. Go and cleanse yourself and then come here. He hit his sister. He hit his brother-in-law. He had a sword in his hand. He was going to behead Rasulullah. He was walking to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to behead Rasulullah. Mm. So somebody told him, you know what? Before you attend to the Prophet, you go and see what your sister and brother-in-law are doing. Yes. Go and sort them out first before you want to go and make shaheed Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You see, when Allah Ta'ala gives tawfiq of hidayah, mm-hmm. none of us can judge anybody. Yes. Rasulullah begged Allah, Allah, Give Hadrat Umar Iman. And Sahaba Ikram used to read namaz during the time, early days. They were scared they would read namaz at home. Now we are so frightened we don't want to go to the masjid too. Mm. Gee, this lockdown has made us such, such idiots, some of us. Gee, we have become so complacent, so lazy that we don't want to read a single namaz in the masjid. The masjid is right next door to my house. I'm not going to read namaz. Gee, Allah Fak tested us in the six months. Yeah, and we paid the price. Now we have some other people who want to stop the azan. The more you trample Islam, the mm. more Islam will flourish. Remember this all. All listeners of the world, I'm telling you this. Gee, the more you press on Islam, the more you try to suffocate Islam, mm. the more Allah will blossom Islam. Subhanallah. You want to stop the azan, try it, inshallah. They don't even know that the barakat of azan was a source of protection for that whole community. Mm. Where Adhan is given, Allah protects that whole community. So they want, they want to stop. Let's see, inshallah, how far they are going to do. But you see, if you and I fill the masjid, if we accept the call of Adhan, we call out the Adhan words, we repeat the Adhan, we walk in droves to the masjid. Allah. Every street must be filled with musallis walking to the masjid. You think the enemies of Islam is one idiot, see, one person. Allah knows best what came in his mind. Allah give him hidayat. That's all we can say. Allah Ta'ala give him hidayat. Mm. Islam teaches us akhlaq. We will talk to the gentleman, inshallah, whoever is involved, the lawyers, whoever it is, because he's going to, he's going to now go out in different societies where Islam and masajid are. They want to stop the azan. We need to be proactive and inshallah and really support and place our tawakkul and Allah. And the more we are going to fill the masjid, the more we are going to reply to the azan. And when azan is completed, you must make dua, oh Allah, keep this azan abad till the day of Qiyamah. 
Ustad, do you think that's a test? Is it a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Are we going to just sit down and, and take it hands down, Mulana? Mm. No. That's what, this is the beauty of Hazrat Hussain radiallahu ta'ala. He stood for haq Allah. and for justice. Allahu Akbar. So if you and I as Muslims stand up for justice and haq, Allah will bring favor in your heart. You see what happened in the Battle of Badr, Mulana? Mm. You see, we must learn 313 Sahaba Ikram against an enemy Kufar and Mushrikeen, more than a thousand, well-armed, 313 Sahaba Ikram with a few bow and arrows and a few spears and a few helmets and a few horses. See? But it's not what you have. It's what you have in your heart with Allah, which is taqwa and tawakkul. Whole night, Rasulullah cried on that musallu. Mm. Whole night, oh Allah. If this small group of Sahaba 313 will be destroyed tomorrow morning, Bari Ta'ala, who is going to take the name of Islam? That amount of crying and tears, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, he cried to Allah the whole night, asking for help, asking for nusrat. And how did Allah Ta'ala respond? Allah Pak sent angels. Sahaba Ikram said, while we were fighting, we could see people dressed in white attire descending mm. and fighting with us and killing the enemies like flies. So Allah sent Nusrat from the unseen. So if you and I also straighten ourselves, inshallah, all of us, the youth also, mashallah, we must have a youth brigade, Mulana. Mm. In old days, we used to have scouts. I don't know, Mulana, I know I was joined the scouts. Mm. Our youth, inshallah, we've got to make them mujahid. They must stand up for haq and justice, equality. They must defend Islam. In fact, how nice we have a neighborhood of the Muslim youth, mashallah, whole night. We take shifts. Somebody is reading Quran. Somebody is making zikr. Somebody is in tahajjud namaz. Somebody is keeping his eyes open and watching. Can't we do that, Monara? We can do that. So... May Allah bring the jazbah of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala. That he, at that age, when he passed away, he was 61 years of age, that he stood for haq. So Allama Iqbal said it so nice. Na ishki Hussein, na zoki shahadat. Ghafil samja beta, matam ku ibadat. You're going to hit your face, you're going to cry, you're going to wear black clothing, you're going to hit yourself and make yourself bleed, you're going to pull your hair, you're going to tear your clothes. Rasulullah said, Lanat, Allah's curse on, on those who behave in these times when you are faced with calamities, Haq. doing these types of activities. We should be making sabr, a sabr diyaun. Just make sabr and say, Allah, Grant us afiyah. Allah, grant all the shuhada. Jannatul firdaus. Because you and I also have to die. And Allah must give all of us the death of shahadat. Allah marzukna shahadatan fi sabili. Waj'al mawtana fi baladi habibi. Just look at Hazrat Hussain radiallahu ta'ala. 46 wounds of arrows in his body. Allah 33 Allah. arrows. 43 sword wounds through his body. Allahu Akbar. We haven't even taken a slap 
for the defense of Islam up till today. Alif Lam Mim Ahasib al Nas Ayyutraku Ayyakulu Amanna Wahum La Yuftanun Ahasib al Nas do people think Ayyutraku that Allah is going to leave them Wahum La Yuftanun and they won't be tested and tried by Allah. Allah is going to test us. So here is another test now. It's about the Azan. Make dua, mothers, sisters, try after Hajjud time. Your Allah gives success to this case. Allah give hidayah to that gentleman, whoever he is. Mm. Allah give him to think straight. Islam shows you respect for every religion. And I was speaking to Brother Shafat last night. Mm-hmm. He was a Mukhtar, Umar Mukhtar, mm-hmm. a great Mujahid of Libya. He was protecting two Italian soldiers. And protecting them, because Islam tells you one thing, that when you make jihad, you don't destroy any masjid, you don't destroy any temple, you don't destroy any synagogue, you don't kill old people, you don't kill women, you don't kill children. Mm. That's the law of war in Sharia. So this great mujahid, Omar Mukhtar, he was safe looking and protecting two Italian soldiers in one of the wars. Mm-hmm. One of his fellow colleagues said, but these people kill us. Why are you protecting them? See what words he said. See, that these people are not our teachers. These people are not our teachers. Our teacher is Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa In Islam, we lead. See, we are not led. We lead in the front. Mm. This is the beauty of Islam. So my dua is the youth of Islam must get up, inshallah. And inshallah, when there is going to be one voice, one unity, one mission, one aim, and that is to protect the deen of Islam and Sharia, Wallahu ladeem, we will see such great, you know, victory coming to the ummah of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. And Hazrat Hussein radiallahu ta'ala, again, when all the men folk became shaheed, mm-hmm. he gave the final sermon before he passed away. What did he say to his sisters? That we are the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Do not do anything khilaf sharia. Don't scream, don't cry, don't hit your chest, don't pull your hair, don't tear your clothing. Imagine... At that moment, to Amr bil Maruf and Nahi Anil Munkar, he's giving advice to his family, the ladies of his family. Okay, for Allah's sake, make some sabr. Okay. So, these are the lessons that you and I should learn from the Sahaba Kiram. And we know one of the beautiful sayings of Hadrat Hussein radiallahu ta'ala, the most beautiful person. Is the one who forgives when he is able to take revenge. What a beautiful hadith mm. of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Similar words. The most beautiful person is the one who forgives when he is able to take revenge. So, I'm sure there are some other questions, but I just thought that to inspire the youth, inshallah, mm. we must work hard as the Muslim ummah. We must stand shoulder to shoulder. And unity starts from home, mm-hmm. from there it goes to the masjid, and then it goes out elsewhere. Mm. If you're not united, 
as one family in our own home, what unity we're going to have in the masjid, what unity we are going to promote outside the masjid. So may Allah Ta'ala unite the families if we all can think alike, respect each other, and inshallah do for each other, and then see what unity Allah gives us. Mm. And see the barakah of reading namaz with jama'at shoulder to shoulder for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From the masjid, if we want to win this case, mm. let us from today onwards start filling that masjid at other time, Zohar time, after time, Maghrib time, inshallah. Mm. Ustaz, is, there, is there any specific uh, reason that uh, uh, we as uh, the Ummah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam should fast? Uh, the listener wants to know, should we keep our fast tomorrow or Saturday or Saturday and Sunday? Uh, Ustad? As mentioned in the Hadith, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever shall fast on the day of Ashura, those two days, mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive one year, whole years of gunas mm. and sins. What a great thing. Second hadith of Rasulullah. Sumu tasihu. You see in Ramadan, what beautiful health we had, Mulana. You don't have to you take any slimming tablets. You don't have to run on that treadmill, whatever it is. You don't have to take all those shakes. Rosa disciplined you. See, Allah passed through the beautiful ibadat of Rosa showed what hunger can do. The pangs of hunger for the pleasure of Allah. There's a beautiful glass of water, cold MashaAllah, Ruhafza in it. See, if I give it to you, turn your face and say, please go from here. Mm. Fasting. Let it be any other time and see what will bring another four glasses. See? So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Sumu tasihu. You want good health? Yes, dua bi karo, dua bi karo. But ask the doctors who treat like all of us, like diabetes people. They tell you, MashaAllah, keep rosa. The sugar level, your insulin will drop. See, subhanallah. Rasulullah And Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to love to fast on a Monday. When asked by Rasulullah, why do you love to fast on a Monday? And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, even in the riwayat comes Thursday also, mm. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, on a Monday, our amals and deeds are presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I love that when my amal and deeds and my books of records are presented to Allah, I want to be in the state of fasting. It removes all the toxins from the body. So the question the brother asked, Alhamdulillah, gee, 13, 14, 15, keep that word. Keep Ashura Rosa, Alhamdulillah. Keep the Rosa of Ramadan. Keep the Nafil Rosa, inshallah. Yes, mothers and sisters, you need to, for your nafil rosas, you must ask ijazat from your husband. Hmm. This is important matla. This now the lady will start fasting for the whole year. Now we will get milega, or not get milega, or not get milega. start. Now just on a lighter note, you know, that's why the Pusaha has said, yes, Ramadan rosa, Pazar rosas. There's no ijazat from your husband. You keep your rosa. Mm. That is your death outstanding. You do it. Gee? But nafil rosa, it's important. Inshallah, ask your husband that tomorrow I want to keep rosa. I, because obviously I, I have rights with my wife. Inshallah, she's fasting. She's got, uh, I have so many other things that I would like to enjoy with her. And if she's in the state of rosa, I will not be able to do that. Uh, gee. So if it's a nafil rosa, inshallah, she must ask permission from her husband. Mm.
So when he says, your Ustad, that uh, uh, they're listening to you and I uh, tonight, and the listener wants to know, uh, someone told me that to cook seven different types of food and give to neighbors, is this correct? And what if I cook for Jumu'ah and don't cook Saturday because I'm fasting tomorrow? I can cook all my meals with it. Is that okay, Ustad? Anonymous. Well, I just want to... Let, no, 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 let's use simple logic. Uh-huh. Allahu Ladeen. had a beautiful way of explaining to the Sahaba Ikira. Mm-hmm. You don't insult anybody, you don't mock anybody. Just logically... Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala hasn't had water. Mm. He's hungry. The enemies are shooting arrows at him. Allahu Akbar. And when he's shot into the neck, his hands are in dua. And blood squirts onto his hand. Mm. Does it make sense that I must now go and make sherbet and put ruwabza in it and drink cold sherbet? Does it make sense? Are we not mocking Sayyidina? And who had time to go and make Sharbat Day in the Battle of Karbala? Please, let us reason this out, Mulana. Did they have all these types of uh, roast syrup? Did they have this Ruh Afza? Did they have all any types of Sharbat? Let's, let's, let's be logic. He didn't even have plain, simple water to drink. Yes. And he became Shaheed. Yes, if you want to give Sawab to people, go and give distribute water. Go to the rank. Go to the bus stop, go to the homes, go to the schools, give those masum children. Great sawab in, in giving people water to drink. Number two, you think they had dates, they cook halwa day and take your, I don't know what, halim or what, seven types of meals. Let's be logical. It's common sense. Mm. They had time to do that. If you want to feed people, alhamdulillah, for their pleasure, Logo for Khana Kilana is a great form of ibadah. One of the greatest sunnah of Rasulullah is to feed people. But don't make it specific only for that day. You want to feed people throughout your life. Every week, every day you want to give somebody, alhamdulillah. But don't say that this is the sunnah of Rasulullah or the, or the teachings of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala. That is not fair and that is not correct. Tell us about Sunnah Hussein. You want to feed people, as I said, uh-huh. whether you can... Saturday or Sunday or Sunday or Monday, with this in my mind that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hadith, that whoever spends on his family generously, Allah ta'ala will give barakat. With this niyat, I think, alhamdulillah, do so. But mm. don't specify and don't pick people who don't do it. Then you are making something that is not existent, wajib and far, and this is not permissible in Islam. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah. So, 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 Ustad, how did all this come about? You know, where we, as the listener is saying, I see there's another listener also saying, but we were taught this from small when we were in Madrasa. Uh, this is from uh, Zimbabwe. Uh, dear Molana Salim Karim. And how, how, and how come all of a sudden now we have to change, uh, Ustad? Molana, yeah. mm. well, as I said to you, when we were in Madrasa, 30, 40, I'm 62 years old. Uh-huh. I don't know how old are you. I'm talking about when we were in Madresa, we had limited asatiza and ulama, alimas, muftiani, kiram, alhamdulillah, people of knowledge, whatever little the punshi sahab or the hafi sahab or the alima or the apa sahiba knew, she talked to us. So now when haq has come in front of us, the explanation of Quran and tafsir and seerah of Rasulullah has come to light for us. Mm. 
we know what is right from wrong shouldn't we change mm. you love rasulullah you love the family of rasulullah then why don't we want to do what rasulullah asked us subhanallah so and in those days we had limited knowledge of shariat and islam it's a fact when in the last 40 years or 50 years alhamdulillah ulama our students our sons our daughters mashallah they've gone to darul ulum they've gone to universities they've gone to islamic schools subhanallah great scholars have been teaching them tafsir hadith fiqh so many important tarikh teaching us alhamdulillah enlightening us so every day we coming to new to know something new which we did not know about and now it's our duty now that you know the truth you know what is haq then inshallah ladiz alaykum bi sunnati abdu alayha bin nawajiz rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said grab onto my sunnat with such a grip you know what is bulldogs mm-hmm. or they call them what i don't know what 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 breed they are when they grip you wala you cannot release the grip mm. you have to use a iron or you have to use something hot just an example i'm giving alaykum bin nawajiz grip onto the sunnah of rasulullah never let hold let never let go hold onto the sunnah of rasulullah man ahabba sunnati wa loves my sunnah faqad ahabbani definitely has loved me wa man ahabbani kana ma'i fil jannah mm. whoever loves me will go with me in jannah so all of us desire is to follow rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wassalam what how do we become like uh... the grand the grand uh, uh, children of uh, nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam sister wants to know from uh, johannesburg how do we get that how do we inculcate those qualities that uh, imam hasan and imam hussein had uh, into the youth as you were saying our uh, the youth of today ustad because we are living uh, we are living in different times how is it possible ustad hotel famous bolana inshallah the day we make meet nikah uh-huh. the day we decide that we are going to inshallah get married and fulfill the sunnah of rasulullah the first dua that you must make ya allah grant me pious children who will serve the deen of islam first and foremost number two, we as parents father and mother should also emulate ourselves equip ourselves educate ourselves to what is my duty according to the quran and to the sunnah how to bring up my children What's the first word that you're supposed to teach your child, Munara? Wa qulil hamdulillahi alladhi lam yattaqiz waladahu wa lam yakul lahu sharik wa lam yakul lahu sharikun fil mulki wa lam yakul lahu wali wa lam yakul lahu waliyum min adhulli wa kabbirhu takbira That's the first ayat you're supposed to teach your child. Mm. If I teach that masum child who is now one and a half years old, when I had my grandson here, it was one year, four months. Mm. Now I understood Rasulullah's love for Hazrat Hassan and Hussain. I couldn't read my namaz. He would jump on top of me. Mm. All those beautiful hadiths came in front of me. Allah. How, you know, one sahabi is saying that one day we were in namaz with Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. and rasulullah took so long in sajda mm. 
that I thought Rasulullah passed away in sajda. I actually picked my head up to see if Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam okay. And what do I see? That Hazrat Hussain radiallahu ta'ala is sitting on the shoulders of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah waited for Hazrat Hussain radiallahu ta'ala to come off and then proceeded, inshallah, to sit up. You see, your grandchildren will sometimes make you also bakhir mm. because we spoil our grandchildren, Rana, daily. So, if the sister asked the question, how do we make this happen that our children can have good akhlaq? Mm. We parents, inshallah, we also need to go for tarbiyat. We need to go for parenting. We need to sit in the company of ulama. We need to go for guidance. We need to go for counseling. We need to read kitab. And first and foremost, we need to be practical at home with our children. Your children will definitely imitate you, whether you like it or not. So why not do the best? So the sister is asking this question. I said, it's possible that our children will emulate and inshallah follow us, provided we behave and we act in a respectful way as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said the greatest gift a father can give to a son is adab. Hmm. If we discipline our children, we teach them the du'as and kalimas. As Rasulullah said, when they reach the age of seven, introduce them to namaz. When they reach the age of ten, give them a light beating if they don't hmm. want to hmm. reach namaz. Hmm. For what? Namaz is not wajib on them. Namaz is not farz on them. They are not baliq. But see the beautiful concept. See, psychologically, how you make that be it, you start preparing them slowly, slowly. So when they become baliq at the age of 12 and 13, they already run in as far as namaz is concerned. So the sister asked the question. This is my response. That inshallah, the day you get married, you make this dua. Rabbi habli min salihin Rabbi la tazarni fardan wa anta khayrul warithin. Rabbi habli min ladunka zurriyatan tayyiba. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min awladin yakunu alayya wa ba'lan. Allah, please protect me from such children who will become a great liability in my life. Allah, I want them to be the coolness of my eyes. These are beautiful duas of Rasulullah and mentioned in the Quran and Kareem. So if you make this dua and as parents, you're a role model for your kids. Allah will open the doors of ilm and hidayat for your children. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Nine minutes to 10 o'clock, you are tuning in, listening to the discussion. And of course, uh, as I said earlier on uh, uh, the beginning of our program, that we are speaking on the seerah of Hazrat Hussein, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And yes, uh, many, many listeners, they would love to have uh, the podcast of our beloved Fadilatul Andrabal Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim. Somebody is saying you're from UK, Ustad. Um, did Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam take revenge? Uh, for the martyrdom of Imam Hussein, Ustad. First of all, as I said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. In Medina al-Munawwara, mm-hmm. the 10th year of Hijri, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. Hadrat Hussein radiallahu ta'ala passed away 61 years after the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not take revenge. And the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is so great. In fact, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam never picked up his hands on any individual except on the occasion of jihad and to defend Islam. 
they mutilated the body of Hadrat Hamza. They ran horses. They cut his body and mutilated it to pieces. That hurt Rasulullah so much. The Wahshi who did it later on accepted Islam. I'm showing you how Rasulullah never took revenge. He did the worst crime. But he made Tawbah. He accepted Islam. Al-Islam yahdimu ma kana qablahu. When you accept Islam for the pleasure of Allah, Allah forgives all your past sin. Kabira gunas and Sahira gunas. You're like a newborn baby. So when that Sahabi accepted Islam, Wahshi, he became a Sahabi. The only thing one day Rasulullah said to him, for Allah's sake, please, whenever you come in my gathering, please don't sit in front of me. Sit in a position where I can't see you. Because whenever I'm going to see you, it will remind me of Hadrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala. Mm. Hadrat Hamza was very close to him. See, but Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never, ever said no. In fact, the no of Rasulullah was na'am. Anybody came for help to Rasulullah. And this is how generous Hadrat Hussein radiallahu ta'ala and Hadrat Hassan. You know, you look at Hadrat Hassan in appearance. See, from from the waist, navel up, he resembles Rasulullah's appearance. The replica of Rasulullah. And you look at it, Hadrat Hussein radiallahu ta'ala, from waist down, mm. his features exactly replica of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Rasulullah said, Hadrat Hassan and Hussein, both of them are my flowers. Whoever loves them, loves me. Whoever Allah hates them, hates Allah. me. Subhanallah. Fatima to Sayyidatu Nisa Yahlil Jannah. She's the queen of Jannah. And I want to leave for our mothers and sisters a dua. Our time is up. Mm-hmm. As I said to you on numerous occasions, there was poverty, there was hunger, starvation in the house of Rasulullah. You and I eat Mulana three or five square meals every day. We really thank Allah Ta'ala. See? That Rasulullah taught the family to make sabr. For Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Fatima, they made great sacrifice. Rasulullah loved Hazrat Fatima so much. I want to tell you this waqiyah. Mm. One day when he came to visit Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala, you see fathers and daughters, they, they are such a great bond. Your daughter is a shield from the fire of Jahannam. Love her, treat her with respect, give her the best Islamic education, treat her fairly. We love sons and sometimes we ill-treat our daughters. We unfair to them. We buy for the sons, we don't buy for the daughters. We give the sons properties and businesses, we deprive the daughters. What faith are you going to give to Allah on the day of Qiyamah? Nevertheless, Rasulullah loved Hadrat Fatima whenever he came to visit her. And she would open the door and welcome Rasulullah and put her chadar down, kiss Rasulullah on his forehead. Mm, One Allah day when Rasulullah came home, Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala was kneading the dough and making roti. So Rasulullah said to her, let me help you. You see, men folk, you beating is below our dignity to help our wife to cook and clean the house and wash the dishes. Mm-hmm. Rasulullah used to love to help his wives. In the masjid was Imam al-Anbiya, 
in front of Allah was Subhanallah. Ma kazab al-fuad He saw Allah. What maqam of Rasulullah? But he came back and loved his wife and his children. So one day Rasulullah came to Hadrat Fatima's house and he found that she was kneading the dough and making roti and putting in the fire. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Betty, give me, let me also help you to make a roti. So the roti that Hadrat Fatima was making, whenever she put it in, mashallah, it caught, cooked. And when the roti Rasulullah touched and made and put inside the fire in the oven day, it never got burnt. It mm. never cooked. So Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala said, Ya Rasulullah, what, what is the reason for this? Subhanallah. Allah's hands has touched something. The fire of this dunya will never burn it. What do you think will be the maqam on the day of Qiyamah? That for the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you think the fire of Jahannam will burn us? Hmm. So again, I end it here. No food. Hazrat Ali is starving. Hazrat Fatima, Hazrat Hassan, and Hussein, they are small children. So Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala said, Fatima, please go to Rahmatul Alameen, your father. Mm-hmm. I see there's some sheep that has come. Can you please ask him because we need something to eat? We haven't eaten for days. So he goes there. And Rasulullah was not there, he was gone out. And when he came back, one of the wives of Rasulullah said, Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala was here earlier on, and she came for something, but she left. And Rasulullah called Hazrat Fatima and said, Betty, what happened? You came here. She said, Abba, <laughs> my Hassan and Hussein and Hazrat Ali hasn't eaten, nor have I eaten. I believe you have some sheep. Can you please give us something to eat? Rasulullah had tears in his eyes. My daughter, my grandson, my son-in-law. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala was also Rasulullah's first cousin. Being son-in-law plus the cousin of Rasulullah. Rasulullah is in tears. <coughs> so he said, Betty, can I tell you something? You can take those five sheep that you want, or I'm going to give you five duas. It's your choice. You want the five sheep? Or you want the five du'as I'm going to teach you, which will help you in the dunya and the akhirah. Well, she is the daughter of Rahmatullil Alameen. She said, Ya Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, about give me the du'as. If it was you and me, we'll say, give us the five sheep, you want to make bride. <laughs> Just on a lighter note. She said, Abba, give me the five du'as. Can you imagine? Pangs of hunger. She could have said, I want the sheep, because we haven't eaten for days. But this is the tarbiyat as one sister asked. Hmm. How can we emulate, how can we inculcate in our children good manners and good habits? So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Betty, every morning read, Ya awwal al-awwaleen. In start writing. Ya awwal al-awwaleen, ya aqir al-aqireen, ya azal quwatil mateen. Ya Rahim al-Masakeen, Ya Arham al-Rahimeen. First dua. Ya Awwal al-Awwaleen. Second dua. Hmm. 
She takes the dua and she's going back home. Hazrat Ali is excited, waiting that inshallah some food will come. See? When, she's, when he sees that she came empty hand, he asks, Kya hua? What happened? Hmm. Look at her words. She said, You sent me to get something of this dunya from Rahmatullil Alameen Muhammadur Rasulullah. I have come back with the Akhirat. And this is what the Rasulullah said to me. And these are the five du'as that he gave to me, asking me to read it every day. Ya Allah will give me barakat in my life, in our lives. So our mothers and sisters, you read this du'a every day. Allah will bring happiness in your home. Allah will give you barakat in your cooking, in your housework, in all the activities related to the home. Ya awwal al-awwaleen, ya akhir al-akhireen, ya zal-quwati al-mateen, ya rahim al-masakeen, ya arham al-rahimi. Mm. Time is up. Mm. Right. Wow. I want to end it with a beautiful word. Ji, Ustad. Ghurur kizbaat ka. What are you so proud and arrogant about? Allah. Ghurur kizbaat ka. Mm. Sare raste, every road and exit, Kabristan ki taraf jati. Every road leads to the Kabristan. Whether you're staying in the elite area, you stay in the suburbs, you're staying in the township, you stay in a hut on a mountain, Ghurur kisbat. What's the need for you to be so proud and arrogant? Sare raste. All the roads, Kabristan ki taraf jati, are taking us to the grave. So, Allahumma la Aisha illa Aisha al-Akhirah. Allah, there is no other life but the life of the Akhirah. So, may Allah Ta'ala make our life, insha'Allah, the life for the Akhirah. Subhanallah. For the youth, for the youth, don't complain about times. Also for us, Mulana, as the adults and leaders of the community, don't complain about times. But change yourself the way. Change yourself. Don't complain about time, but change yourself. The way to protect your feet from dirt is to wear shoes not to spread carpets throughout the city. <laughs> Don't complain about time, but change yourself. I want to be a better Muslim. I want to be a better Muslim. <laughs> I want to serve Islam. I want to be a role model for Islam. I want to promote Islam. I want to stand for justice. Don't complain about times, but change yourself. <laughs> the way to protect your feet from dirt is to wear shoes, not to spread carpets all over the city. <laughs> Allah May Allah Ta'ala give us Ameen. realization. Ameen. Ameen. And bring back once again this beautiful 
jazba of the Sahaba and Sahabiyat into our lives, and then see, Allahu Akbar, Mawlana, the enemies of Islam, Allah, they will just hear the name of Allah and they will collapse. Mm. It will happen. Time is coming. The more zikr we will make of Allah, the more tawbah, the more istighfar, and the more durood and salam. Allah will turn this whole world in favor of Islam. Islam will always prevail. Islam will always stand for Haq. Before we leave this evening, many, many listeners, they want the podcast. And I want to ask all the listeners quickly, uh, send the word podcast, what's your name and where you're listening from. Uh, a quick, a small wazifa, Ustad. Since tomorrow is the, the day of Yomul Jumu'ah, and then of course Saturday night will be the big night Ashura, and Sunday will be the day of Ashura. So Ustad, inshallah, uh, one for the road, inshallah, for, to all the listeners who love listening to the discussion. Over to you, Ustad. G. One of the most beautiful duruds. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin afzala salawatik. Allah, short and brief. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin afzala salawatik. In the fazilat of durud, it is written that whoever shall recite it once. Allah will give you the reward of as if you recited 10,000 durudes. Mm. Now you take one tasbih mm-hmm. and multiply it by 10, 10 100 times 10. How much of that? So Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin afzala salawatik. 10,000 durud and salam sawab Allah shall give to you. Number two, durood again. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin. Allahumma salli alayhi. Wa azhib huzna qalbi fi dunya wal akhirah. Whatever your difficulties are, really treat them. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Allahumma salli alayhi. وَأَذْهِبْ حُزْنَ قَلْبِي فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرُ Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Mm. Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Subhanallah.Sub
people will say, what a great loss to the community. Mm. Not the people will say when they look at the janazah and say, it's good he left this world. Yes, Ustaz. Mm. Because he troubled us so much. He caused so much of pain to us. Gee, they must cry and say, what a great loss to the community and to the Ummah. So leave behind a legacy. Do something so that, inshallah, you'll be remembered in this dunya and, inshallah, Allah will reward you perpetually in the akhirah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Waalaikumussalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Honorable Fadilatul Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Let me love you and leave you this beautiful uh, night, the night of Yomul Jumu'ah. We will be seeing you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. And yes, look forward for our next topic next week Thursday and it's something big. I'm not going to hint out to you. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not even going to inform you. I will only let you know inshallah next week Wednesday. Look forward for our next topic inshallah for the discussion next week Thursday. From myself and all of you out there, Jazeetu Khaira wa Ahsanul Jaza'a for interacting and listening to the program and my beloved engineer from myself, Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia. Allahumma ahdina wa ahdibina wa ahdina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.